Welcome to Amuna is our future with Tshuva on the way. I apologize for a slightly late start, but that's the whole point. We're Tshuva on the way. And even if times change, literally as I was setting up the year, just making sure you guys are ready to hear this awesome class. It's going to be a big one, something which I feel before the new year is perfect with Hashem's help. It's been the most challenging day of my life today, I would say, if I had to like choose a day that say most challenging. So thank God we're going to do an even better year than it was planned, because when there's most challenges, like we've had the challenging year, the Corona challenge, there's an opportunity for tremendous growth. So too with challenges in every other issue in life. And what I would like to ask all of you is to just bear with me, be patient, because we're going to get to some really important questions. And hopefully with God's help, we're going to get to a lot of good answers. And we thank Hashem, the fact that everything is working and that we're able to do our class. We don't have the studio today based on the fact that um, we are um, during a sort of pre-game time for Uman Rosh Hashanah. And being that Uman Rosh Hashanah is priority over here and the studio person, we wish him before Shlema, has had a heart operation. So being that that's the situation, those two different factors, that we're in our home, and thank God, this coming Thursday, I just got updated from El Al. El Al is a line, airline that's generally, as a joke, always late, Rashi Tava, something like that, it's always late, but the point is that <laughs> it's uh, not that bad. I, it's 15 minutes delay now, already on my flight, in two days' time, two and a half days, um, counting, you know, with the hours and all that stuff. And it's going to be exciting morning, early morning flight. Going to arrive in Oman and have pretty much a whole week there. We're going to pray, please God, just like we did for London. That we're going to get there without any problems in the airport, thank God. And we're going to be able to come back and smooth, please God. And I won't be have to be quarantined and all that kind of headache stuff. So then we can be back in the studio by the Monday after Rosh Hashanah to be able to do another Muna is our future class, a Muna weekly class. Um, the exciting news, even more than my schedule, is Rav Shalom Oresh is in Oman, as we've already announced, and that's why we haven't had our weekly Amunah class with Rav Shalom Oresh and guests. And Ralph Cohen, uh, Rav Rafael Cohen, contacted me to tell me that it's potential that he might be able to translate a shir with the Rav from Oman. They have enough equipment there and enough staff there to be able to set up an awesome class direct from Uman. So that's very exciting. I hope um, that we'll get an update on that. It was meant to be maybe last night and uh, the Rav said he wanted, thank God, to have me on board and I wasn't available. Thank God I had Slikha and other good things going on and uh, well Hashem, they might try go for tonight. Maybe I'll be coming in on Zoom, we'll see. But the main point is that we are here in a time of tshuva. And we're going on our way. Hello, as is Rabbi Nachman, Ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman, Ben Simcha, teaches so beautifully in the Kuti Maran, teaches us about going, B'derech Yam, Hanosin Derech Yam, this Kavanas Elo, the time we're in with the climax now of Elo, the last days of creation, we're finishing up the whole Torah, we're coming to a climax time, and therefore we're going to go through a lot of, lot of points, and spiritually there's a lot of information, a lot of light, that we can journey together with. But I need you guys. See, someone's already reached out from Australia. Shalom, Rabbi, and everyone. Yes, Shalom. From Jerusalem. Isn't it amazing? We have the merit 
to do another class. Like I said, it was the most challenging day. Wow, it's still in lockdown. Wow. In Sydney. Wow. Amazing. It's such a terrible challenge that's been going on throughout the world and everything that's been going on in Afghanistan, such terrible things. And I'm trying to say it with a bit of energy because last, uh, last time I gave a class, I, someone mentioned I was a little bit more subdued. Uh, we were going through the seven mitzvahs b'nai noach, the seven Noahite laws, and bringing it out a universal and emphasizing on the point of awareness. That having awareness is so crucial for our generation that everyone should have the ability to clarify and, and communicate and come to a larger level of unity and thought. And that's through awareness that we go to those next levels. Remind everyone, I'm going to be traveling to Uman, I'm bringing with me these beautiful books, The Wonder of Gratitude, The Wonders of Gratitude, and also a few of these bracelets. Whoever bumps into me in Uman, I'll be happy to, for sure, hopefully have a few of these. Might be a few pinkies, because that's what they ended up having left in the stock. It says, Ani Ohev Kola Yehudi. Ani Ohev Kola Yehudi. And on here, this book, I have how many with me? Five. So I'm going to give one Blinader to Gedalia Fenster, because last time I gave him a book, he gave many, many classes. And it was amazing timing. Oh, look, again, just finished my chakras. Again, Hashem finds time for our friend. Isn't that amazing? Every time we do the class, thank God. And uh, perfect timing. Yes. All the delays of my day. Keep your simcha. Yes. We're impacting together. If it wasn't for your chakras, maybe this class wouldn't have the energy that we needed. So we're journeying on this path of tshuva. Let's get into the questions. I have three beautiful questions. They're just behind the camera here for some reason on my screen. And the first one is, let me just read it out. And hopefully it won't look so funny when I move things around a little bit. I am not a Jew. Bezrat Hashem, my husband, that's not me, the person writing, my, and myself are able to convert soon. We have been learning, practicing. My friends call me... My mother's name is, obviously we're not any of these names, keeping us anonymous. My father's name is, I would like to join your prayer for Abbas Israel. Thanks, Rabbi Ellie and team. I'm sorry to miss fulfilled 30 minutes. This is the second writing, the second question. In the past few days, I've only been able to pray 15 to 20 minutes due to my toddler needing me. I'm writing to inform you. May I ask, is it okay to break different times of the day? I commit to 15 minutes a day. Thank you so much for your work. That's the first question for today. And the answer is, who knows? Come on, someone has to type. What does Rav Shalom Arish say? We already had this in our Muna class. That even if you do 50 minutes a day, and especially if it's for a good reason, to pray 50 minutes a day for loving all people campaign, and 50 minutes is all you can do, or even 10 minutes, Rav Arish, and we have it officially in writing, and we spoke about it in our Muna Sunday class, weekly QA class. And Ravosh said straight over there, what did he say? Come on, where are you guys? I want to hear what the people listening have to say. What would you say? It's, it's a problem. You're not fulfilling Ravosh's blessing. No, he wouldn't say that. Come on, where are you? I want to hear feedback. Someone just wrote something before. Say something. All right, well, I'll answer. The answer simply is it's amazing. The fact you're able to do 15 minutes a day for loving all people, even though your original intention was 30 minutes, and this beautiful person who wrote these two beautiful questions in email form. Once again, you can always reach out to me through the email description below. They wrote beautifully about, it's not just them, it's their family, they're doing this in a real way, and they're not even, you know, Jewish, so they're feeling the love towards all people and the Jewish people in a real way, and it's an amazing thing. Once again, 
the people that reached out the most from what I'm gathering ended up being more not Jewish people. So it just gives a big praise to the world and where the world's at. I mean, the truth is there is much more people in the world. So percentage-wise, it should be more non-Jewish people reaching out. But either way, the fact that they're reaching out and praying and they're so sincere and sincere about this that so they really want to do the full 13, 30 minutes and they're not able to because thank God they have children or other good reasons. But Voresh says it's gewaldic, it's amazing. He didn't say this was gewaldic, that's more my style. But he said it's amazing. He said he's, <laughs> he got very excited. You can just go back to the previous Amuna classes and see his big smile as he lit up at the idea of, the, of people being sincere and real about the 30 minutes or 15 minutes, however you want to talk about it. Anyway, Lechaim, everybody, we won't be putting this class up on the website, um, and the previous one as well wasn't, um, but it's okay because we have YouTube, we have Instagram, we have uh, Facebook Live, all, all these good platforms, it's good enough, maybe a little bit of TikTok, take a little clip, and also our audio platform, which I have to say, the Amuna is our future podcast, the Breast of Israel podcast has grown massively and we're hitting into hundreds of people listening weekly to our classes and we really appreciate you whoever's listening on the Amuna podcast and we're putting up in blog format now as well thanks to uh, Spotify and uh, and um, I believe it's to do with uh, the actual app, Anchor app, which we use, it's a good app to use for podcasting and there's no reason why we can't have more, as we always say, share your Amuna content, Chaim, I already made a blessing so I'm just going to drink. So that's the first question. Nice and easy, positive question. Thank God. We already have answers from Ravorish. That's why the cover picture for the YouTube is Ravorish. And Uman with his hands in the air. Like we said, we might get a surprise class from Ravorish before the Yom Tov. Let's hope, let's pray for that to happen. Yeah, I'm going to be there for next Sunday, so maybe I'll be able to actually run it myself directly. But right now, I'm still in Yushalayim. So let's go to the next question. Excuse me for the Facebook Live moving. Hi, Rev Goldsmith. Hope you're well. I just read the Rev's article. Remember, this is all anonymous, so whoever wrote in, we're not sharing that you contacted us. Why go to Uman? This subject raises so many questions for me. But I thought it may be disrespectful to ask him in public forum. I changed the question a little bit. I love everything from Breslov, and I read the Rev's book over and over again. We have them all over the house. I'd probably be a Breslover, but I don't just get a lot of focus on Rebbe Nachman as a figure with power, that now he's no longer alive in this world. Isn't Hashem the only power in this world? If Hashem sees fit to bless someone, does it matter they go to the Rebbe's Keva, that there's a human being that you need to go to in order to get Hashem? Again, please, I mean absolutely no disrespect. I'm only expressing my own ignorance and confusion. Rabbi Orish's books are like medicine to me. I wouldn't be half the Jew. I'm about what you guys put out. Just confused about this aspect of it. Hashem should bless you. Bless of teams keep helping so many people in the new year. Shana Tava to you and your family. That's Happy New Year. So that was a wonderful question, beautifully put. And my answer is, who has an answer? Once again, who's typing? Someone put some thumbs up. I think it was actually someone from my family, funny enough. How am I going to answer such a question? I mean, that's a big, big question. Um, really, that's a question for Ravosh. And I don't directly remember him answering specifically that question exactly. But overall, from sitting next to him for these last 47 almost Amuna classes and traveling with him a few times through North America and being in the same neighborhood and seeing a lot of his students over the years, watching Brody back in the day and all the other people that have been connected to him 
uh, draw Kasuto, all the people that have had connection with him, obviously the last bunch of years listening to Kedalia Fenster and um, seeing all the articles, reading all the books. So I, I, what I can say, and also not only being by Ravorish, but being by again, with many other breast lovers like, uh, you know, Baruch Gartner, I don't know if anyone here knows him, his friend of mine, uh, Shlomo Lipschitz, a lot of breast lovers I had the merit to be by back in the day and uh, by Bessel Mesharim and Reb Maiman, obviously, hopefully we'll see him in Uman soon and all these people. Um, I would say that after all these years and being around, you know, people like Rabbi Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern and all his students as well, and also all the breast lovers that hang around Tzadikim, like Rabbi Sumai Zilberg, even my own Rebbe, Tom the Rebbe, there's, there's some breast lover people there as well. So after being around so many breast lovers after so many years and hopefully learning a little bit, rubbing off of me a little bit, will answer in their merit and, and in the merit of Rebbe Nachman himself that Rebbe Nachman is a Sadik. Yeah, we have to understand the concept of Sadik is Sod Olam. That's the first things first. That really the question is working on our Amunas Achomim, in believing in our holy rabbis, developing that true Amunah, and what it means to connect, and as it says in the, in the last parts of the Chumash, many, many times, Dafkabo, we have a mitzvah in the Torah, in the five books of Chumash, of the, of the Holy Torah that Hashem revealed to us, to be Davikbo, to be cleaved to the ways of Hashem, and, and specifically to cleave to Tamachachomim, to people who are learned in Torah, and the way we understand there's a concept of a Sadiq, someone who keeps the Torah perfectly, and then there's the next level of Sadiq Yisodom, someone who's able to be the foundation, and it's brought in a good Talmud, there's a Hanina ben Dosa, and other examples of Talmud Echechom Sadike Yisod Olam, who are Sinos, their pipelines, through their holiness, through their Kedusha, through their Tahara, through their purity, and through their through their higher voda of all the Torah they've learned and all the mitzvahs and schusim and merit and all the wonderful giluim and revelations, they're able to be this foundation and seen or pipeline for blessing for the world because they're representing Hashem, they're bringing Hashem's presence more than others are able to and they represent that. Now, the question point was, the, what if they're not alive? That's a good point. Okay, so we have, say, example of Abba Shereba was alive and then he's not alive. Shlita, and then became Zechus Echonaleinu, a Sadiq Lebrocha. So we go from a live Sadiq to someone who's no longer here. Rabbi Nachman was already a few hundred years ago, so the question is, how come the light is growing, and the, the gilui of Rabbi Nachman is growing, even though he's physically not in the world? And how can we be Davik to him? So one of the simple answers is being Davik to his students, and be Davik to his Eitzes, his advice, um, the Sadiq's advice, and the idea here, someone's asking, it says in Tehillim 16, our good friend Yosadot Ahamim says, believes, speak how, how we are asked to, uh, our request of Hashem and the merit of the true Sadiqim that are passed on yet. Yeah. So there's a psalm that apparently you can look at 16, take a look, and apparently there's some insight to this question. But the answer of the idea of they are more alive when they pass away, the idea of Yaakov Avinu, Yaakovino Lo Mace, Yaakovino never really, our forefather Jacob never really passed away because he was connected to the, the Midas Emes. The idea of a Sadiq is someone who's truthful and is purely true into truth all the time. Everything he does, everything he eats, everything he speaks, everything he looks at, everything, it could also be she as well. So takes the, the idea that a person is completely truthful in everything they're doing and that power of truth and connection of Bittle to Hashem gives them a power to be a pipeline for Hashem. There's many answers to understand this concept, 
But the main point is that when you go to Uman Rosh Hashanah, you're listening to Rabbi Nachman ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman ben Simchus, you're listening to his aids, his advice, that he promised that anyone comes to Rosh Hashanah. As Rabbi Reb- Orish has explained many times in our classes, last year around this time, there was a lot of questions like this. So you can go back to those previous classes. I think Menachem Herman was our guest. And um, uh, Rav, um, Yonatan Galed was our guest, and we spoke about Uman Rosh Hashanah in very detailed then, when we had a few more weeks before Rosh Hashanah because, you know, people didn't go early last year. And then also, I think Nissan Black came as well. We had a class of him. And recently, we had a class also with the Rav himself. So you can listen to that class, the most recent Amunah class. But he's been speaking a lot about, and in the website as well, because I think this is also referenced to an article from our Brazil team. They do write things very strong on the website. I'm not going to say that they don't. So you have to sort of, you know, once again, when you're reading the website, know that these are very committed Breslovers, very strong in what they're writing. Personally, I'm not, you know, that's not my way of communicating. I know that I'm not as strong, but it's different ways of presenting information. I prefer unity, universal concepts that bring everyone together and bring people a feeling of ability and hope and according to their level and my level and not like high levels but remember that's the whole theme we're having right now because people are saying that Ravosh is pushing them to that 30 minutes and Ravosh is pushing people to go to Uman, he's inviting everyone to Uman so obviously you have to then when you come to a Sadiq it's a big light they're giving over you have to bring it into your Kalim, into your vessels that was one of my discussions I once had on the phone he mentioned Shalom Rivenu. Yes, he mentioned very important concept to me that if you're having an issue that there's too much light from a Sadiq like Ravorosh or Uman, then you have to build vessels. And how do you build vessels? How do you build ability to hold all this light in your inner world so that you can maintain balance? For example, if you take the Rashi Tevis Simcha or Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha, Simcha Rashi Tevis, the first letters is Shulchan Aruch. Yeah, mikvah, chatzos, hispodinus. Hispodinus is obviously, you know, the, you know, one of the most important parts of everything we taught, teach here. But simcha, shulchan aruch, learning shulchan aruch, keeping the halachas, the boundaries, really being strong about that, going through the Mishnah or whatever it is, kitzur shulchan aruch, learning through as everything in halacha as much as you can and applying it, bringing it into daily life. Mikvah is the idea of there's always hope, there's always purification. It's one of the things I love in the Uman. It's a great mikveh when we st- where we stay. Blessed to stay there again this year, thank God. It's actually where Wyman's Hevra, so you can come say hello. And Chatzos is midnight. We've spoken about this before, the idea of midnight rabbi. That's my stage name from back in the day when I was up all night in the streets. But the idea of Chatzos is mourning for the, the lack of God's presence in the world and bringing that down in the middle of the night when it's eight what's on, it's a time of will. And then his of we know here the Garden of Muna series is all about Hispodidus. So we have big encouragement on that concept. I just want to make sure to see what our friend's saying here. Let's see again. Um, I have a question for my wife. Can one put a Muna in Hashem directly heal a person? We ask because many people do not have insurance or access to doctors. We have experienced that. Okay. So the idea of having a Muna in Hashem and healing yourself. Um, there is a whole book about Garden of Healing. I recommend reading it from Avorish. And over there, there's a lot of concepts explained. We've explained that Hashem can directly heal us. Okay, you've had that blessing that Hashem's able to directly heal you through Amunah. So if you've had that blessing, 
then that's your blessing. But it doesn't mean everyone else on, on such a level. So publicly and generally, once again, there's, there's a general advice and then there's a specific advice. Very important. There's something I learned in my journey in Eretz as well, being around a lot of holy Siddiquim, like my Zilberg, other righteous people that I was by, they bring down a big light, but you've got to bring it down once again, as from my Mogulshan saying, into your vessel. And the way he said you do that through prayer, through meditation, through getting to know yourself, you have to have a lot of self-awareness. We spoke about awareness, how important awareness is together as a community, but also self-awareness. You have to know what, what works for you and therefore not think that that's for everybody else. Very important rule. Yeah? That's one of the reasons why I don't push. People go to Ullman, go to Ullman. Everyone according to their situation, everyone according to their light. I'm not that kind of person. If you want to go find someone else who's all into Ullman, 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 there's plenty of them online. You can go write in Nana Nachman or Uman Uman or whatever you want and there'll be a long list of those guys who are people who will push you to go to Uman but personally it's about your real level and place where you're holding in many different parts of your life, Shalom Bias, marriage, you know, if your wife's supportive, my wife is thank God and my children are, even though the truth is I really would like to bring my younger kids and they're not going to be able to come and uh, I don't think there's enough time anymore now to get the money together for them. So we're going to have to just leave it that it's myself and I'll be hopefully see my oldest son there and bring him home and I'll be back after Rosh Hashanah and pray. Please God, it's smooth traveling for everybody, including the Rav, all of us, so that we can get back and get to classes in the following week and be able to build a beautiful year with Yom Kippur and Sukkot coming after that. All right, let's go to the third question. I think we could get much more if we just keep moving rather than dwelling on one question at a time. So I hope that was helpful. Am I on my way of Hashem? Is this a path, perfect question for this class? Like Rabbi Nachman says, the narrow bridge, famous saying, this whole world, Geshe Samad, how do I do tshuva and return to the path of so? So if the world is a narrow bridge, yes, Oh, why world? It's a very narrow bridge. So it's a very narrow bridge. What are you going to do? Very narrow bridge. How many people can be on this bridge? Yeah. Or path of Hashem. Is it such a narrow path as we started the class? That Hashem gave us his Kavana of El, the secret inner guiding light through the Arizal, through Rabbi Nachman, the idea of this path, this nosen yam, this derech, this path that goes through the yam, the malchus, the bilbul, the balagan, the craziness, the news cycle, the media, ah, the financial crisis, ah, la, 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 this path that takes us through this whole world, that gives us sanity and gives us clarity and equilibrium and balance and well-being. If it's such a narrow path, then it's only for a few people, no? So, what my opinion? Anyone want my opinion? I don't know. My experience has been, I'm about tshuva. I didn't grow up in the chatzayris of Breslov or any other chatzayris. I grew up in Edgeware and I grew up in the music business. I went to Live Aid. I went to watch Tottenham Hotspur. I went on Shabbat. I didn't know. I didn't know about Shabbos. I didn't know Rosh Hashanah seemed like a funny day with a chauffeur. I didn't really know what was going on. You know, I didn't connect it to feel it. Like, if I would go back as a child growing up in London, this is all strange stuff to me. So how did I make it onto the path of Hashem, at least on some way? Hopefully I'm on that way, that holy way, by connecting myself to all these 
good people and good Torahs and sincere feelers and holy places like Rabbi Nachman's Kebra in Oman. It's a very holy place. So I just say it personally. And then once again, you want the full answer. You're going to have to really go to Rav Oresh when we get our QA class. The way it worked for me personally is that the path is very large. The path is humongous. It's a massive path, a massive way. It's so big, because remember, Hashem really fills everything. Nothing would exist without Hashem. If we had that clarity, Enod Mavada, there's nothing else but Hashem. And that's one of the important ways we should prepare ourselves for Rosh Hashanah. When we hear the shofar blowing, we should remember that this is a call from the soul, from the neshama, from the inner being of who we are, awaking us up to this truth that we have a soul, and Hashem blew the soul into us, and He loves us, and He connects with us. Our Creator wants us to be happy in this world. He wants to give us a beautiful year. He wants only good things. So when we are connecting to Hashem this way, this Rosh Hashanah, and we're on this path of tshuva, return and repentance, of sincere connection and truth, so then this path is endless. It's huge. It's, it's available for everyone. It's not just for a Jew, and it's not just for a Jew with a beard, and it's not just for a Jew with a strimal, which actually my cameras and everything are sitting on a strimal box. It's not just for the fact that I have that now, and I got that strimal from the Kalvarebi as a gift. It's not just that I have that, and now I'm on the way, and you guys are not. Everyone's on the way, wherever you are, because Hashem loves you. Hashem put His soul into you. As we've talked about many times in my United Souls course, and just to plug, I have the last one of the year starting tomorrow in this room, an interactive course where we'll be able to do through much more than just answer a few questions. We'll really get into this concept. You can send me a message on my LinkedIn and join. I'll get you the link. And uh, this time, I don't know if I want to do Eventbrite, so you might better just contact directly and hopefully I have some sort of live feed. And that's to remember that we're coming now. Let's just do a little bit of Chumash. We started off all the way from Tishaba with Sheba Shabbos of Nechamta. Seven weeks of comfort since Tishaba. We have reached the climax. So this week is the seventh week. Malchus again, it's the kingship of Hashem. We're reaching that climax. Everything's received now. And it's a unity. Parshas Nitzavim is bringing everyone together. The previous four Parshas, we got rid of Amalek. Yes, Parshas Kisese. And before that, Shoftim, we brought ourselves a king. And then in the Parsha proceeding, we had the Kurim back to Eretz Israel, back to the Holy Land, and in this week's Pasha is unity. So there's four big powerful lessons, getting rid of the doubt, that's getting rid of Amalek, bringing a king, crowning a Shem on us, and the fact that we have a creator and that we're working for a higher force, a higher purpose, the key to the whole 12 steps. And I, I want to mention, by the way, that in Uman there is, thanks to Amadim, I just reached out to Sri Glach and thanked him and the guy who sent it to me, Ruben, that there is a 12-step recovery meeting in Uman. And you can email there. We'll, we put it already on our Bressel blog, the email and the poster advertising it. So you can carry on your meetings while you're in Uman Rosh Hashanah, which is Gvaldic. This is the kind of awareness we need nowadays everywhere. There needs to be this kind of uh, understanding that people are going through pain, people are suffering. Like the, the day I had, if I would only tell you, the day I had, the suffering, the pain, and thank God, you know, we're going ahead and we're able to do this class together. This is tshuva. Hashem's cleaning us off this year. It's been a hard one. They're cleaning us off so that we can become pure. Our soul can start to manifest more without all the blockages and without all the 
Taiva's desires and about all the confusion. He's purifying us to come to a higher understanding of what life's about, to get clear what way we're on, this derech, this path, and to remember that the on the derech path is huge. That would be my answer to that question. Okay, so we're finishing off. There was someone threw in another question. Let's see if we have a minute. I can just quickly throw it in. I'm sorry, it's a long class. However, I want to be learning up to Torah, but every time I start learning from a book, I get really tired all of a sudden, don't we all? And can't keep my eyes open, yeah? So let's, let's see. And, and why is this coming from Hashem? Okay, so one of the beautiful things is to understand a key point with challenges that we face in our life is that when you're trying to do anything spiritual, anything, anything positive, anything good, Rabbi Nachman has a cloud, becomes a mania, a mania that you get preventations. Gedalia talks about this a lot. You get preventations, things preventing you, that's mania. And the whole goal of Rabbi Nachman is to turn it around, the same letters, mania into na'im, into pleasant. As we sing in Achish Alti, Shifti Hashem, that's the Noyam Hashem, the Noyam Hashem, what's this pleasantness of Hashem? That you've turned the challenges that you're faced with. Every time you want to learn, every time you want to pray, every, every Rosh Hashanah, every Yom Kippur, every Sukkot, every time you want to do anything in growth level, there's going to have to be challenge. As I just put out the song of Eliezer Kosoi, Miat Mina'or. From the little bit of light comes a lot of darkness. Not the other way around. No. From the darkness comes light. From the challenges comes growth. With a little bit of light, you transform a room of darkness into light. That is the point when you are struggling with learning. That's a proof you're on the right path. You want to know you're on the right way? You're going through challenges. That's the way to know you're on the right path. The right path is filled with challenges. It's filled with struggles. It's filled with pain. But the transformation is the opposite. It turns all that pain into joy. It turns all that, that darkness into light. That is what we're in the world to do. That's our reason as a human being. We have an animal spirit and we have a soul. Why are they put together? They're two opposites. Because the point is to transform and elevate the animal spirit inside of us into a spiritual being, into a vessel for this spiritual blessing for the new year. That's what we're going to be doing. The shamas blowing into us, the shofar, and the Yom Kippur, we fast, become more spiritual. And Sukkot, we come and shake the little of an esrog to, to bring that spirituality out into our life and into the Sukkot, into our home, yeah? and then into the Torah, which we dance with in Simcha Torah and bring it into the whole year. This is this journey of soul. It's Rosh Hashanah is the inner level. It's Kisa Yom Chageinu. It's the inner, Kisa Yom Chageinu, this inner soul. This inner and the shama that blowing out from the inner essence. Yom Kippur now you're purifying the guf through fasting and all the different five ways of purifying. You don't wear shoes, you don't wear leather, you don't have relations, all the different things. You don't eat, don't drink, don't put on lotions. Then you go to that next level after you purified your body to bring it out into the world around you. That's simchas, man simchasenu. You're expressing now the level of the soul into the world, into your sukkah, into your Torah, through simchas Torah, and into your life. And that's the key, that's how we go through Tishrei and we come out spiritual, not just inside, not just as a human being, we become more spiritual as a being and forgiven and purified, but not only that, we become spiritual in a way that affects our daily life, into our home, into our friendships, into our families. We bring joy, the level of the soul is happy, and we bring that into everything we're doing. Anyway, we wish you all a chasiva, chasima, tova, everyone should be inscribed, and sorry, written and inscribed. Everyone should be written and inscribed for a life 
a year of life and labor kite, happiness, joy, amuna, simcha, all the brachas that we can think of that Ravarsh gives, and please God, the Rabbi Nachman, and all the Siddiquim, and all the righteous people we spoke about in previous classes, and the one in the war, Strash with the guitar, that simcha, that joy, listening to the voice of a righteous person, this will help us with our doubts and to prepare ourselves, as we said, these last four parshas, to bring us into Holy Land and to take away our doubts and to bring us an idea of kingship to understand the true king, the true boss that we're working for and the true mission that we're on and the true way that we have to guide us in this path of unity, of united souls and bring us all together with Mashiach, Sakeni, with Mahavimeno, Amen! Okay, I hope that was a good class for you guys and we're looking forward to a new year, fresh energy and all the pain that we've gone through this year should be converted to joy and all our loved ones should be comforted and happy. Keep praying for each other, keep praying for healing and love and we'll see you in the new year with a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful Yom Tov that's coming up just in a week from now. Love you. Bye. Thanks for joining, Sharon. Welcome to our Muna class. We're just getting ready the uh, audio and visual. There we go. Let's go live. Welcome to our Munator in Uman, Rosh Hashanah. We're so excited. We have a special guest, Rev. Cohen, Rev. Ralph Cohen, who has the pleasure to announce some good news. What's happening today? Live? All right. Anyone that is here in Uman right now should start to get ready. There's going to be a class in English with Rabbi Irish today at 5 Uman time. And if you're not around, so you can always get on. Ellie's sending out all the links and everything that you need to know. All the information, Ellie will let us know where to find yeah, it. Amunalive.com, the YouTube video will go out live there, hopefully. Uh, remember, this is in our home territory. This is our, you know, Uman territory. We have a beautiful shul from Avarish who's hosted the yeshiva for how long? About a month? Yeah. Amazing. I have only just got here like the previous week and it's been all... Absolutely awesome hearing the Rav speak about Avis as well and seeing his avoda in Uman and all the wonderful people of Chuchel Chesed and Brez of Israel, Brez of English. There's such a great presence of good people in Uman right now and it's building and building the energy towards Uman Rosh Hashanah. So uh, would you want to ask what, what was the theme do you think the Rav, what's he been talking about recently? I mean I know it's for sure about the pray for 30 minutes of loving all people but what... Yeah that's been... Uh... The latest thing, just giving more chizuk and more uh, to give us the motivation to want to do it, to want to love every single Jew, especially anyone that's here. You got to work on it in small quarters with people. There's people on top of each other, people <laughs> pushing, and you know, might not be used to that stuff. With masks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful with the corona story. Thank God everyone's been tested, and there's obviously a a big um, concern on everyone's part to make sure they're serious about that. But the most important part is the prayer is powerful here, and especially by Rabbi Nachman ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha, that he gives us the energy and the, the power, please God, to bring us uh, renewed energy and ashkafa. What would you say, a little idea from Rabbi Nachman that you've heard either from Avorish or generally here? Is there anything you want sure. to share? So yeah. we have Rosh Hashanah. It's no coincidence that it's called Rosh Hashanah, it means the head. This is the head of the whole year, just like in our body, our head gives us the, the ideas, what to, uh, the, the, the power, empowers us to move our hand, empowers us to walk, to talk, to eat, and every, every other function that we need to do with our body, that's the head. So Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman teaches us, we take our head, 
and we bring it to the Sadik's head, which is Rosh Hashanah time on the on the head of the year. So you have the three heads coming together, and you taking your head and not really like trying to get too sophisticated with it. You just you listen to the advice and you came here and you try your best to make the best of the situation. If you're able to pray, that's good. If it's hard for you, all right. You'll be able to do your thing by here and being mevatel yourself to to this uh, situation, this program that we're going through now. And everyone should get the most out of it. And we should have our head should be set on straight to have an amazing, amazing year. Amen. Beautiful words from Rav Cohen. We're going to please go to have renewed content from him in the new year with his wonderful uh, Rabbi Nachman stories and other classes. That right? So looking forward to hear and see and watch and share. That's a big part of your job. You've got to share the content, bring it amunalive.com global. And that's important to remind you that amunalive.com is a place where you can donate securely for Pigeon Nefesh before Yom Tov through PayPal. And you also have all the other links that we've been putting out over the last few months on the Breast of English uh, Facebook page. Straight away, the top link is a Pigeon Nefesh link where you can donate directly as well to get your names to the Rav before Yom Tov. There's a big list of people that are already coming that way. And we've already had people here in person, thank God. And you're welcome to send us names and we'll forward them on to the Irish family. I just want to thank everybody this whole year for being so supportive. Since I've come to Uman, I've only heard amazing feedback about all the work we're doing, all the classes. People are really inspired, thank God, and we appreciate and we thank, most importantly, Hashem Yisbarach. Thank you, Hashem. And we thank also Rav Orish, Rav Shalom Orish and his family and the, the Mostest Institute of Chesed Chesed that gives us the ability to have a beautiful studio in Yushalayim and now bring that studio to you in Uman Rosh Hashanah. This isn't the studio, the studio is in the but we uh, there was people learning there, so we're going to wait till the Rav himself comes at 5 p.m. today, Uman time, which is the same as Israel time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uman Israel time is the same. Funny enough, even though it's people seem to think it's different because maybe it's such a different energy here in some ways, but in many ways it's a little bit Ma'ain Israel, isn't it? Yeah. You see all our friends, and there's a lot of Ruchnias, and it says by the Sadiks Keva, there's a Bechinus of uh, Eretz Kodesh. Is that true. right? That's true. The Avid is like the holy land here and when you buy the the, the righteous uh, gravesite of rabbi nachman ben fager anyway we really appreciate once again all of you sharing these videos join us at five o'clock ravorish will be here um we're going to leave it to Rav Raf cohen to translate and i'm just going to be happy to share it out there as much as i can and and i'm really excited to join you i hope we will be able to make a class the coming sunday in New Shalim when we get back, but let's see with all the different rules and stuff. Anyway, I really thank again, and we're going to sign off on our social media site, and we give you a big blessing for Chasiba, Chasima Tova, and keep in touch and share the links and keep Amuna real and new and fresh and blessed. Amen. Thank Amen. you.